Twice a week, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay dissect the biggest topics in Black culture, politics, and sports on their show, Higher Learning. They discuss the most important and timely conversations while also frequently inviting guests on the podcast and occasionally debating each other. Check out Higher Learning on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. There is no new episode of The Bachelor this week, but Callie and I still want to check in. We talk about The Bachelor, we talk about The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and we talk about Cheer Season 2. I wanted to mention a few things before we get into it. First, in The Bachelor conversation, we talk about Cassidy, and it gets a little spoilery because Cassidy herself got very spoilery on TikTok. So watch out for that. If you want to skip it, we put the time codes in the description. Similarly, and more important, in both the conversation around The Bachelor, including Joe Coleman from Michelle's season and Cheer season two, Callie and I touch on topics related to sexual assault. If you'd like to skip this as well, we marked it in the description so that you can go right over it. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll be back on Thursday. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. No new episode today, but that's okay. Very sad about that. I know. I am kind of sad, too. I'm sort of like, what should I do tonight? Should I read? I don't know. Not. It's actually, it's not tonight, because we usually watch the episodes in, in advance. That's no secret, I don't think. Um, but, but it's like... It's basically getting three hours back. So I'm just like, what do I do at that time? I don't know. Um, watch football. There is a football game tonight. Yeah. Yes. I'm looking forward to that. I watched a lot of football this weekend, though. Me too. Not great football, by the way. I checked out of the Chiefs game when they were like up 28 to zero or something like yeah, that. Yeah, me too. But I don't know. It was just like on in the background. It was pleasant. Whatever. The Cowboys game was crazy. 
crazy. But we're going to chat a little Bachelor. But we're then going to talk about some other stuff we're watching, particularly Real Housewives of Salt Lake and season two of Cheer. I mean, there's just a lot, so much there. Salt Lake was crazy. Just absolutely bonkers. But first, let's... Some stuff. We've just been like posing questions on this podcast. We've gotten some answers. I just wanted to follow up on some open topics. Number one, last week we spent a lot of time on Cassidy. Lots uh, of time. And the episode ended with her. And you asked, is she actually like this? And it seems like many people responded to you. Yeah, I thought, you know, every season there seems to be people that like play up a character. And obviously it gives them tons of screen time and maybe followers. I'm not really sure. Um, like what the motive is for that. I would assume it's those things. Um, but tons, not tons, that's an exaggeration, but like five people DM'd <laughs> me and were like, hey, I know Cassidy and she's actually like this in real life. She's crazy. I was like, wow, that sucks. Also, I was thinking though, like, let's say I had a bad edit. Is are people gonna DM you and tell you that I was crazy in high school? You know what I mean? Like I feel yeah. like there's 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 probably people that are gonna say that about almost anyone. Yeah. No matter what, you could find like a hater, a naysayer to be like, yeah, that's exactly who they are. Yeah. But it is weird to find five people that listen to this podcast to say that. Um, <laughs> I know. How yeah, so many lots people of DMs. go to school with her? Like I or knew it said some said school, some said I knew her when I was younger. Um also um uh, one person that's said kind that of a she lot. came up that she always told really wild stories, which seems to track. Interesting. She kind of seems like fun person to encounter at a party. Like I like to have random party encounters. Like I like have a great time just talking to someone who I'll never see again. And it's like really weird. It turns into a good story. <laughs> I feel like Cassidy would be like a good person to encounter in the wild, but not in the bachelor mansion. But it's also interesting because when Shanae got into it, um, with Elizabeth, like Cassidy was like, uh, like you should probably apologize. Like she was on the right side of history on that one, I think. Um, so I don't know if she like, I don't know if she means to be a little crazy. Like I think she maybe means well and is just like unaware. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's probably just focused on herself. I mean, she also in the last week did this TikTok, I believe, um, where she basically drops an F-bomb. She's, I think she says, I fuck someone else, but I forget what happened in that TikTok. She, she said, <laughs> I, I had sex with someone else months ago and I have to go home, which also obviously was a spoiler, which what happens if you break the contract? Because that's breaking the contract, right? Yes, it is. They can sue you. They're probably not going to. Um, I think if she went, for, went further, she, they probably would sue her. But yeah, that the, she's off next episode. It seems. It seems like it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. I people. think I said that late. It's fine. But also, she posted it on TikTok, so like I don't, you know. I know I she know. spoiled it. It's sort of like when Clayton. I mean, when Clayton, when Caitlin Bristow <laughs> spoiled her ending on Snapchat. She posted a video of her and Sean by accident in the early days of Snapchat. <laughs> that was like 2015, which was a long time ago. I can't believe Caitlin Bristow was the Bachelorette so long ago. It kind of blows my mind because I feel like yeah, that it doesn't was... seem like that long. Also, I loved her as Bachelorette. Yeah, she was awesome. It was a great season, very fun. Um. But yeah, so Cassidy like spoiled that and she just seems like she's out here. But if I were them, I wouldn't sue her because I think she'll be great in paradise. Like you got to keep someone like that around. She's got a lot of value. For sure. She would be awesome in paradise. I would love to see her interact with a multiple of men, multiple multitude of men. I'd also <laughs> like to see what her 
taste is, like what she would choose. Yeah, like what she would go for. That's a great point. I have no clue. I mean, like, I don't know how... I, but I can't even like stereotype it. Like I feel like Cassidy is so confusing to me that I can't even like put her in a box. <laughs> also, the, it happens so much when people go to Bachelor in Paradise. No mm-hmm. S. Um, <laughs> Good job. You're growing, Callie. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes I'm like, that's who they'd like? Yeah, you know? I know. Like I it's know. So, surprising. so surprising sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the record, here's the exact quote that Cassidy said in her spoilery um, TikTok. I realize that I'm normally being dramatic, but you're going to give Sally a rose even though she was engaged last week. Meanwhile, I fucked someone a few months ago and I got sent home. Okay, no. Go. It's cool. No, I get it. I get it. I get what we're made of here. I get the stuff that's happening. Go fuck yourself, Clayton. So she was pretty aggressive. I guess she just does. They had a bad, a bad, she had a bad exit, I guess. We'll see it next week. With a, with a week's distance, I feel like Cassidy... Uh, maybe it's also because I found her TikTok weirdly charming. But I was sort of like in on on Shanae, but everyone has turned me against her. Like, I feel like I've read so much internet commentary. Plus, I talked to Mina Kimes. And now I'm like anti-Shanae. And I, I prefer Cassidy to Shanae. Not that I have to choose one, but I, I might, my opinion has changed. Um, if I had to choose one, I would definitely choose Cassidy now. Um, I do think that Cassidy was kind of like telling Shanae what to do and wasn't she giving was. her great advice. <laughs> Quite poor. So, <laughs> don't go to don't go to Cassidy for dating advice. No. Um <laughs> but also smart on Cassidy's part like she's trying to win. I'd be trying to win too. So like if someone asked me for advice, probably wouldn't give them the right advice. <laughs> Interesting. So if you were on it, you would like be diabolical and try to sabotage other people? No, I wouldn't try to be, but if someone sets me up for mm-hmm. a kill, mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. going to back down. If they open the door, you're going to walk through it. Yes. Okay. All right. But well, also, I don't know if I, I think I would be more willing to walk through the door if it was someone who I thought was like good competition. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Would you want the best competition there till the end or would you just try to get rid of people you thought he could be into? Um, when you try to apply real logic and like rationale to this stuff, it's so hard because it's just so absurd. Like, yeah, like I guess who I don't think that I would want to have to eliminate people. Like, I'd want Clayton to choose me yeah, over exactly. everyone else. Yes, yeah. it over but and over in like a game. If it if I was looking at it like a game, then I would rather you know knock out the Warriors in the first round. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Get or in the, the play-in game before they even get to the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Um, that is true though. Like you just want Clayton to be picking you over and over again. I actually saw um, there's this book out called How to Win the Bachelor. And oh, I saw that. Yeah, and apparently they say in the book, um, I forget the name of the authors. I'm going to look it up while we're talking. But they say in the book that the lead like very infrequently actually actually gets to choose like who they give their rose to. Um, like the producers basically like they, they whittle it down, but they don't actually have to choose like everything until, until the very end, basically, which like I semi believe, but I remember, I don't Col- believe that. Remember when Colton, um, did the interview that got him in trouble where he was like explaining how he tried to like gain the system by saying he was into Hannah G, even though it was Cassie. Yeah. I feel like he would have explained that if that were true because he he spilled so many beans when he had that conversation. And by the way, by the way, the book is by Chad Coltkin and Lizzie Pace. I think that they may set you up, like give you more time with the people that they want you to pick. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think they're like, you have to choose these people. Also, can't we find this out really easily? Yeah, we could ask. But I just, I've never heard that before. Like, I, obviously, you don't choose who gets to go on the dates. Like, that's very obvious. They also don't write the date cards. But I think they do get to choose who they give the rose to. Because, like, yeah, that would just be like, so, like, so I, I don't know why anyone would agree to be the lead if you had, like, literally no choice in any no, of it. No, yeah, no control. Yeah. I'm sure, like, obviously, you know, producers have input, producers are talking to them, so they might be able to, like, persuade them. I don't know if you watched Unreal, but I, I feel did. Like it's more like that, where yeah. producers are trying to get what they want, but yeah, they they're trying can't to manipulate really... you. Yeah. But it's not like they're just dictating all of it to you. Yeah. But also, like, remember all this stuff that they, that Ben told us they did? Mm, like, what? Like, like follow him around. Oh yeah, him in, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, they obviously like go to like extreme lengths to, you know, get you in the mental frame that they want you to be in. So I'm sure they also do the same with who they want to stay or go based off like yeah. who's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. But I do think it's still the lead's choice. I think so. I, I think so too. But we can, yes, we can ask. I forgot. We could ask Ben too. I forgot about when we talked to him. Why did we have him on something? Oh, with the showers, with the sh- something. Like, or he told oh, us the God. gross story oh. about the shower. It was about the shower clogging. <laughs> oh yeah, so gross. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> They're back in the mansion, people. Back where that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so well, gross. It's different with girls, thank God. Yeah, seriously. They probably just have like hair everywhere. Um, shedding it, a lot. I shed a lot. And since I'm like always home now, I'm like, am I shedding more than usual or it's just in a concentrated space? It's just, it's all gross. <laughs> I don't know if I shed a lot or not. I guess I don't a ton or I would notice it. Yeah. I hate, I hate other people's loose hair. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's like the only thing more gross is like other people's toenail clippings and like fingernail clippings. I think I'd take clippings over hair. Really? No, yeah. that's gross, Callie. Actually, you know what? I'm going to post this poll. I'd like to know the answer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go for it. Um, some other follow-ups and notes and corrections. Um, last week, I was like, Hillary Duff, she's probably just a fan of the show. Turns, oh, out, yeah. turns out she's promoting How I Met Your Father, which I yeah. guess starts tonight, which I'm not going to watch, but I still think she was a fan of the show. I she's, do think she was a fan of the show. She seemed but... engaged. Like she was enjoying yeah. it and, and all that. Um, more follow-up. We asked if Clayton was actually on the local news. It turns out he was. And he also sold, sold fudge. <laughs> I mean, I don't watch local news very often, but like, I kind of wish I did. Like, that's what's happening on the local news is like a lot more charming than what's happening on the front page of any newspapers. So I think it depends stuff. on where you live. Sure. Yeah, sure. I don't um, know how charming the local news is in Philadelphia. <laughs> well, maybe you should watch it. Let report back. <laughs> I will. I'll let you know. Um... I, I don't know. Like local news just is, isn't in my uh, media diet these days, but it should be. Although like living in New York or Philly, it'd be a lot harder to get on the local news if you're on a reality show than if you're living yeah. in Clayton, Missouri or wherever he lives. Eureka. Eureka, right. Clayton's another part of, of the area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, lastly, not a laughing matter, but I just wanted to touch on before moving on to other shows, what's going on with Joe Coleman? So Joe was... <sighs> On Michelle's season, we were big fans, mostly of how hot he was, which we talked about extensively. Um, and in the last couple of weeks, there have been allegations of sexual assault that he um, committed sexual assault while he was in college. This started on Reddit, and there was a few different people who uh, accused him. It was uncovered by some other outlets. Hasn't been confirmed. He has not commented on it, except he's been deleting comments on his Instagram. So there's not a lot of information, uh, but if it's true, obviously it's incredibly disappointing. And 
I don't really know what else to say, but it's just, it's horrible. I think it's disappointing. I also just like don't get why people, which actually could lead into our, our next show. I don't get why if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing or something illegal, why do you think it's a good idea to go on national television? Like I don't, I, I just can't really wrap my brain around it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what other words to use other than disappointing because obviously I was a huge team Joe girl. Seriously. Me too. Um, Terrible. Yeah. It's just terrible. It's not what you want. I don't... Yeah. It's not what you want to hear about somebody. I think to your question, and like, I haven't been sexually assaulted, but I I think that there's a sense of like entitlement and aggression that has to go into doing that that also would explain like why you'd think it's fine to go on reality TV. Yeah. And like, I'm not an expert and I don't want to analyze it too much, but like, I do think that there's a piece of that and... It's it's horrible. I don't know. I think like unfortunately one of the themes of reality TV at the moment is like there's just such a dark side to it and yeah. that leads us to the real house of Salt Lake City. This week's Ooh. episode was truly bonkers. So there's so much fighting. Lisa and Jen got into a physical art- altercation in the sprinter on the way in the on the way to Zion, Utah, and then Jen like starts berating Meredith in her face. Meredith yells back at her and stands up. Like it was just all so uh, Meredith or Heather and I mean, fuck, there's so many people. <laughs> Whitney and Mary going into it a little bit. Just so much fighting and just so Jenny, many ac- Jenny, Jenny and Jen. Oh my God, just so many accusations. I, the whole thing was like what are we watching? And then, I don't know if you saw this, but Andy Cohen teased that it, they just recorded the reunion, so they had all the women re- um, watch every episode, so they would be ca- caught up for the reunion. And apparently, like, something comes out that like shocks all of them in the next few weeks. And it's like, what else is going to come out in this show? It must have to do with Mary, because Mary didn't go to the reunion. She did not go to the reunion. Also, he said something that there's two housewives whose relationship like would be changed forever mm-hmm. if we keep watching in like, one of the upcoming episodes. I wonder if it's Meredith and Lisa. That's what I have to think. It's like inexplicable. I don't understand why my Meredith is so deeply team Mary and like how they became like this two, this duo that like can't be broken up. I okay. So last season, I would say that Meredith was clearly one of the more rational ones. Yes, agreed. Uh, and then this season, like there's just things that Mary does that are obviously not okay. A lot of like racist comments like, yeah. towards more than one race, by the way. But at this point, she's offended almost everybody. Yeah, absolutely. She just, um, and she doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. She has got no. no remorse. Like, it's it's like complete... It's just abject racism. The stuff with Jenny was awful. I really, yeah, like, I I mean, really like Jenny, by the way. Stuff with Jenny, the things that she said about Mexican people, the things oh, yeah, that she horrible. said last season about Black people. Like, it's not like this is a one-time offense where someone said something and didn't know it was offensive. Like... I don't know if she knows or she doesn't know, but if she doesn't know, then, you know, I, I just don't, I don't know how you can be like alive in the world, especially as a black woman and be so unaware. Or just not care. Ignorant. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's not unaware. It's like, it's like ignorant and not interested in learning or changing. I think both Mary and Ramona should be off the air. Like the two of them have just said so many offensive things. Like, I'm just like, why give them a platform? Ugh. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I just think Mary is insane television. Yeah, I mean... Also, like, Ramona I, is no longer enjoyable for me to watch. I think Mary, to me, is more <laughs> enjoyable to, to watch because 
I think she lives in her bubble. And like, I truly don't think that she thinks that she said anything racist. Yeah, she doesn't. She thinks that she's always right. She thinks, I, I, she thinks she's always, um, she thinks she's a god. Like she like really yeah. buys into that Which for also, herself. That's like the whole, you know, that's a whole other thing. I don't know what's going on. We'll see what happens with that whole, or if it continues, if they continue to talk about her. Her church. I mean, I did. I think I, I sent this to you, but um, apparently, her mom and dad have came out, and yeah, they did an interview, right? Yeah, basically said that she didn't want to get married to her step grandfather, and that her grandma did not choose her, and that the step grandfather did, and basically like manipulated her into the situation, and said that Mary is the victim. Oh my god! And so she's that's like just very complicated, and like, and now here we are, and she doesn't say any of that on TV. I wonder if she'll be on the show next season. I can't imagine she will. I be. doubt it. She's barely yeah. on it now. Like she doesn't film with anyone. Yeah, I, I I don't think so. Also, like if you're Meredith, do you even want to be on it? I don't I don't know. I I also just find like everything with Jen is like, how is she just continuing to just go about it? Like yelling at people for maybe turning her in or like all this stuff. Like I don't I, know. It's crazy. Just seems like crazy also, exposure whole- and bad like legal strategy. Yeah, when she said that she had glam this episode, I was like, "Eh, I don't know if that's a good thing to say on TV after you've been arrested for fraud and that you can't afford your house that you're living in, but you're still getting glam. I don't know. Very weird. Um, I also thought that the Jenny Jen argument, like I wanted to be like, you guys are lost in translation. Jenny did not lie about anything. Meredith did say this. And it was weird that none of the other girls were like, no, that's literally what Meredith said. Yeah, she only said... It, it, no one defended her. Yeah, because Meredith did say, I got a private investigator. And it seemed to me more likely that Meredith was lying than anyone else, where she was like, I got the investigator yeah. to investigate everyone. Like, okay, Meredith, sure. I don't believe you. No, but she essentially said that the investigator said that Jen was 99% sure that she's the one that did it. And da, 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 da. Like, it was mostly for Jen. You brought it up after they were talking about Jen and her charges. Like... She may have not said, I got it just for Jen, but she implied that. Yeah. And I don't think what Jenny said was wrong. No, I, I like Jenny, actually. She's really grown on me over the course of the season as, as I've gotten to know her. Although, I also thought when she was like, I grew up in Long Beach. I know what to do. I was like, what's that supposed to mean? Like, like is Long Beach known for being like a, a tough place? I thought that was questionable. I don't all, know. All I mean, I women. Think, yeah. Um, My favorite part was how much popcorn they had in the sprinter and like once I didn't notice that once Jen and Lisa stopped fighting Heather was like here have some smart pop she was trying to like (laughs) medicate everyone with with popcorn which would work for me by the way Heather was doing that I love Heather as as crazy as everything was Heather is such a fucking light on this show she's a a legend I just want a a Heather TV show like I just want to like follow her around and I she's the best she walked into a great situation. Like everyone's going crazy. She gets to drop her one-liners and make everybody laugh. <laughs> she is essentially like nice to everyone. Like she never really like looks bad. No, she's just straightforward. And like, she says what she thinks. She's friends with yeah. everyone. And she just does. I, I don't know. I feel like she's so funny. I, I, I love her when she was like, I never want to get on a sprinter again. I will stand over the cauldron with Mary and Meredith and, you know, say whatever I need to say to get on the private plane next time. Oh my God. I loved that too. I, Heather and Whitney are the only parts of the show that like I can like truly enjoy. Lisa, I just, she's too calculated and clearly in cahoots with the producers. I mean, let me take that back. I do still enjoy the show a lot because it's like shocking television, but there's the only ones who are like genuinely fun 
are Heather and Whitney. And Jenny. I think Jenny's kind of fun, too, even though um, she's got a really sad situation going on with her miscarriages. Yeah. I like... um, I like Heather and Jenny. I think that Whitney, Jen, and Mary make good television. Lisa, I'm up and down on. Meredith, I was... Thought she was pretty normal last season. And this season, I can't make sense of it all. (laughs) I don't know what happened to Meredith. Also, Meredith just not wearing white when everyone else was, was very unlike her. Like, I feel like she... But then she wore white at the dinner. She changed, yeah. (laughs) And Jen Shaw changed. Must have been... I know, and then Jen wasn't wearing white. Must have been short (laughs) for time. That's the only thing I can understand. But like, if you're Jen's lawyer and you're watching this, you have to be furious. Like, how can you possibly be okay with what's going on? It's the same thing of... um, uh, what's her name? Erica. Erica. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's just like, you can't work with people who so badly want to be on TV. Although I guess both Jen and Erica probably need the money. Yeah. Which also, I think Coach Shaw has been on more this season than previous because I think he also probably needs the check. What they've done with the husbands this season is so weird. Like the fact that this was like the husband sending them on a trip. Like what was that? Uh, I don't know. Also, I think the husbands have been in it a little bit more than normal. I don't I have maybe no because that works for Potomac. Like I feel like the husbands on Potomac are a pretty integral part of the show. Like at least his background. Same players. with Jersey. Yeah. And it makes it kind of feel more f- like fleshed out in some ways. Yeah. But, but these husbands suck. Like I I wouldn't want to spend time with any of them. Maybe Coach Shaw. Maybe. Yeah. But I think oh my that's gosh. It. the episode last week was even weirder. Why? What part? Uh, his birthday party and oh, yeah. and your girl bringing out her tits in cake form. <laughs> that was she's a lot. not my girl, okay? But Whitney does love her boobs. When she like she's like putting her boobs in the camera for when she's FaceTiming with her husband. Oh my gosh. I love that though. Good for you guys to have that relationship. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was thinking the same. I feel like Whitney and Heather, since they're cousins, like that's the show that I want is like these these excommunicated Mormons or, you know, lapsed Mormons. I'm into um, it. I also thought it was so funny when Meredith came to the spiritual thing and she was like, no, I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. I'm not participating. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Have they all had to like say their name with like the... The drum? Yeah. <laughs> That's not for me, but you know, works for some people. That was Mary though. Meredith did it. No, I was saying Mary. I thought it was so uh, funny when yeah. Mary came and was like, mm, no. <laughs> and she was just like, if you look at it, like if you rewatch it, she's just like... She was from certain away. angles... You can see her just standing in the distance. <laughs> they like won't let her leave, but she won't participate. <laughs> yeah, she was literally just standing to the side. I was like, that makes it worse for um, um, Whitney because she like can see her not participating. I don't know why someone always has to be the host. Like, obviously, Whitney is not setting all of this up. And it's like, it's not an affront to Whitney, like specifically. It's just a lot broader than that. They they do it with every season. It's like, it's my trip to this place. It's my trip. I'm the I'm the host, so I get the master. Yeah, I know. It just doesn't make any sense, but whatever. We can play along with the game. It's fine. Um, it seems like it's our only choice. I can't believe there's still like four or five episodes of this left, I think, before the finale. I cannot wait for the reunion. I, that's, yeah, that's what I meant, the reunion. I'm excited about it, too. And also, I'm, like, dying to know what Andy was alluding to. Andy's become such a hype man. Like, he's always, like... Yeah. And then, it, it's like, he teases it too much. And then, I feel like he's gonna get, get my hopes up. too for it. Yeah. But we'll see. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like, any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other 
Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Um, but let's move on. One more show we're both watching without The Bachelor this week. Cheer, season two, which... It's very complicated, similar to Real Housewives. So, did you watch Cheer season one at the time, which was now two two years ago? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I binged season one and I binged season two. <laughs> I finished only, both in a probably four days total. Oh my god, I'm only three episodes into season two, um, but I think I think it's interesting. Like they made the producers made some good choices. I think like introducing TVCC and getting to know that team. I've really enjoyed. And for a lot of reasons, there was no choice, but they also really have leaned into like how all these people got famous from season one. And a big problem with a lot of reality shows, I think, is like when the people get famous and they try to ignore it or pretend they're regular, it's like just impossible. And obviously these kids, their lives are were so changed by the show. There's It seems like they probably couldn't avoid it. But I thought it was like a pretty interesting strategy. But, uh, you know... Jerry, who is the star of season one, um, is currently incarcerated awaiting trial for charges related to um, child pornography and sexual assault. And so it's like, this was like a feel-good show and that I think rape, I believe. people really like just... Yeah. Yeah, and statutory rape. And it was like a, it was like a feel-good show that now, you know, is like just much, much, much darker. And a lot of the stories that like were sad, but then they like win the championship kind of, you know, it felt like it followed the arc of like a traditional sort of sports movie, but you know, with real life intruding, not just intruding, but like, you know, lives damaged. It's just like a lot more complicated. It's like, what, what was it like for you watching this season? Like, did you enjoy it? I really liked season two. I did think that the Jerry stuff was like super dark it was also like weird watching the first couple episodes and he's just like running around and I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's just there. They, well, obviously like, they, they didn't know. They don't even so, see like, anything. Everything was normal. Um again, um 
not the grace, not the greatest thread we have going through all these shows, but I don't get why someone <laughs> I know. Would, you know, go on this knowing that they're doing something so bad. Like in Jerry's case, so, 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 so bad. Um, and um the two boys that came out against Jerry are featured in an entire episode and they talk and I felt very badly for them. Um, I don't, I guess like, I, I think it's, I, I'm kind of shocked that that, me too. That, when I, when I first showed, saw them, I was like, wait, are those the, like I was confused who they were. And then they started talking. Their mom was on it. Um, by the way, I think their mom did almost every single thing, right. That you can do in that situation. Um, I can't, I cannot imagine, um, having to like, you know, see the things that she saw and yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's just horrible. It just, I, I was surprised that's the, the, the tactic the show took, but I also think in some ways, um, I don't know what else they should have done or could have done. I, it's almost like if you're going to do chair season two and it's still going to be about Navarro and Jerry's going to be on the show, like you have to, you have to show the whole, like the whole story yeah. and good for them for giving the, the victims, the platform and some like their ability to like tell their own story and, and whatnot. I think it's just like, I just, I, I've been finding season two, like really captivating and I'm really glad that they included the rival school. But yeah. It's just like, it's just sad. Like there's, it's hard to root for people this season versus like the first go around where you're like, Oh, this is great. All these stories. Like this is so sad, but they found each other and they have cheer and you're like the, like the dark side of cheer, not just with the story with Jerry, but like, you know, with the, like, for example, with Gabby doing her watermelon fast yeah. and like, just like the hurt feelings of people who don't make Matt. It's like very sad. It's very, it's way more intense than I was expecting. So the whole Matt thing, I kept thinking like, why would you even want to do it? If you're not going to be on Matt, like what's the point? But then I started thinking about all sports and I was like, that's essentially just like people that play and people that don't like, there's going to be yeah. people that are on the bench. There's going to be people that are practice players. And that's just like how the world works. Um, it obviously sucks. But um, I, I, you know, every single sport is like that. So it's just, you know, yeah. different terminology. Um, I absolutely loved that they focus on TVCC and I was cheering for Me them. Too. I wanted them to win. I too. Me too. Um, I was cheering for them as and well. And I loved I learning about their different characters. I thought um, I, I really fell in love with some of them. I absolutely loved DJ. I'm not sure if you've mm. met him yet, but you'll meet him by the end of it. I think I have. And I loved... Um, uh, what's her name? The main Jade. Jade. Sorry, Jada. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Loved her. I liked her too. Uh, too. I also love the coaches. Like both the coaches from like I like Monica, um, but I liked what's his Devante? Is that his name? Vante. Vante. And um, there was another guy. Uh, yeah, he was on season one, I think, as well. I forget his. But name. But both of them were great. And if you finish the season, I'm not gonna, you know. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone because it just came out. So I'm sure a lot of people didn't spend 12 hours watching it <laughs> consecutively. <laughs> um, but uh, I think the ending is really good. Um, and it shows both programs in like a really good light. Um, I don't know. The Jerry stuff was just tough, but I'm glad that they addressed it and didn't pretend like it didn't happen. Or how, you know, how yeah. some shows have just like deleted people off of episodes yeah. or erased them. Like, I'm glad that they didn't do that. Me too. I I do think this is like a really interesting step forward for how reality shows in their second season after they turn people into stars like address the fame because you have to. Like if you ignore it, it's just like it's not reality. Yeah. And so, I mean, seeing them do cameos like all the time, like it's really funny. Like, the cameos, like, like all the appearances they have, their schedule yeah. and how crazy it was. Like, oh, these four people are, are going to fly to New York. And then the other teammates being like, yeah, they're famous and we're not, but we were on that team too. 
It's kind of like what, what happened with Sir. The people who still worked at Sir were oh, Vanderpump yeah. Rules. I didn't think about that. I always, yeah, I always wonder about the other servers. But it it's just fascinating. I mean, did you watch Tiger King season two? No. Because they tried to do the similar thing. I actually kind of enjoyed season two more than season one. But I didn't. Really, I wasn't a huge Tiger King person. I was just like, this is awful all around. All these people are bad. It. Um, <laughs> well... Most people did. I was in the minority. But Tiger King tried to address it as well. But there wasn't, like, another story to tell, really. Like, part of, I think, what makes Cheer good is, like, is the fact that it's working up to Daytona. Like, there's always going to be, like, a big climactic event. You don't have to, like, fabricate anything. And it works out well. I'll try to, I'll try to give it a, a go. Tiger King season Tiger two. King season two? Yeah. I found the fame stuff interesting. But, like, that's just an interest of mine of, like, how people get famous and, and whatnot. I don't know. I... I was just, I was surprised by Cheer Season 2. It's sort of like the best way I can put it. It's just, it's a, it's a complicated watch. It's not like the feel-good story it was in Season 1. But I do think it's just sort of like real. Kind of how you have to have to handle this type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. Exactly. And I'm sure it was really hard for the filmmakers to figure out what to do and how to navigate it. And also, they must have so much tape because this is like two years of activity that this yeah. is in Season 2. I'm sure two. they cut out a ton of things. Also... I would assume it's probably a difficult position for Monica to be in too. Like now you have kids yeah. that are making money, are famous. How do you get them to buy back into the program? Like also know, like she's going to Dancing with the Stars. Like she has her own thing too. Like it's a lot. I know. How you do? How do you manage that? It's like, it's like with these young kids have money and fame for the first time. Meanwhile, you're trying to like keep your team together. That's really hard. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't envy that job. I wouldn't be able to do it. No thanks. A lot of hurt feelings to begin with. I know. So also, shout out to Brooke. You were great. I know. <laughs> you were great. To give up, like, to to let someone who's taking your spot live with you is like, you know, talk about being the bigger person. I know. Seriously. Was really nice. Really, really, really nice. nice. Yeah. Well, there's just a lot of reality television all the time now. There's so much more coming, too. Love is Blind season three is coming. Sorry, season two. I was going to say, I, I didn't see season two. two okay. Season two. I'm excited. Uh, uh, too hot to handle. I think is coming back. It is. There's so much on the way. It is coming. Joe Millionaire is currently playing. How is that? I've been watching. Uh, I have enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I have. It's definitely trashy television, but it, it, it's good. It is good. Sometimes you just need that. Is it more or less fun than The Bachelor? I think it's more gimmicky ish. Hmm. Like some okay. some of their dates are in like what is happening. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're they're, they're pretty equal. Okay. Okay. Um, one last bachelor note before we go. Kate, who works at the Oppenheim group, posted it at Instagram of her and Jason Oppenheim sitting on like the famous couch from Selling Sunset. So I wonder if she'll be Ooh. on the next season of Selling Sunset. I hope. If she doesn't doesn't win the bachelor. I know she's kind of my favorite from this season so far. Yeah. I, I, I think she would be fun to um to watch. I, I like selling sunset too. I've been a bit another binge. I think Netflix shows in general because they come out all at once. It's hard to not just like you know. I know that's the model. Although them. I like when they do it week by week, like with the circle, so I can like pace myself, keep stays in my life a little bit longer. I like when they, or I like when HBO drops like three episodes at once. Yeah, Amazon does that too. That's it's great. that's my favorite formula. Keeps me hooked. Yeah, or like three, the two, 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 whatever they did at Station Eleven. Because don't you hate when you get to the last episode of something and you're just like, ugh, it's over. Yeah, fill away all the time. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, scripted 
Yes. I've got some DMs of people that started Euphoria and they're very, very, very pleased. I haven't watched any of it. Actually, I watched season one, episode one. That's it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. You you got to catch up. I know. It's so good. Very Maybe dark. Maybe I will this week. Very crazy. I don't know how realistic it is, but it's so good. Who doesn't love Zendaya? I was when I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, so kids learn about sex from porn now. I was like so disturbed. And I was like, that's upsetting. That's probably true. I think it is true. It's so easily accessed. Yeah. There's like it's more available than ever. But that was like one of my takeaways from the first episode of the from the first episode. And I was like, huh, that's upsetting. Yeah. But- well, there's a lot <laughs> more upsetting things that happen if you keep watching. <laughs> Uh, I am going to keep watching. I want to be a part of society and the pop culture discourse, which is very heavily focused on euphoria right now. So I will. I'll follow up with you. Maybe on this podcast, maybe via text message. Who knows? <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> um, later this week, I'm interviewing Jesse Palmer. So we'll have that for you on Thursday. That's exciting. We'll be back with a new episode. One yes. more thing. Yeah. Summer house tonight. Oh, shit. Is it back? Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Exciting. Okay. Summer 2021 feels like so long ago. As I sit here with the sun setting on this gray day in the Northeast, I am just desperate for some sun and warmth. I was like, should I just book a trip for like three days? Like, should I just go? Yeah, do it. It's pretty. <laughs> the, the weather outside is miserable. Stinks, I don't know. It was snowing time. when I came downstairs. I think it's lightly raining now. I'm not sure. It's a drag. Well, Stay safe and warm, everybody. We'll be back next Monday night. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. Adios. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.